0: hello everybody and welcome to episode number 97 of millennial gaming speak i am your jet lagged and very sleepy boy host who has returned from los angeles i am logan moore and with me this week is the man who held down the fort in my absence max roberts hi max hi
1: i did hold down the fort i gotta learn all sorts of fun new tricks about holding down the fort it was fun about starting google hangouts on youtube yeah. or whatever that part was easy it was the part of ending the broadcast that i forgot sometimes actually only the first you just time gotta hit the end broadcast button i know but i forgot to and it was just we talked for like a minute i was like oh this is still on youtube
0: yeah so i'm back back at home back baby actually, with I a vengeance kind of be back. I could have I could have done way more E3 except for the part where I don't think my feet could have. Um, it was a ton of fun though. I really enjoyed going and still working on a lot of stuff. So keep an eye out moving forward. Um, so for '97, this is just going to be more E3 talk. I, we're not going to break down the conferences or anything like that, like Max did. He so we've got a day one, two, and three breakdown pretty much that we have labeled as Xbox playstation and nintendo breakdowns but we he also talks about bethesda and ubisoft and ea in the middle of those as well so you can go find all of those if you're listening to the mp3 you can go find it in our feed it'll be before this episode obviously because that's how itunes and podcast feeds work um But for this, so I guess we're just going to talk about what I saw and what I did and all that kind of good stuff, similar to the PSX episode, except we'll try not to go three hours.
1: (laughs) Logan's E3 Adventures, E3 2017.
0: Yes. So um, I don't know where you want to start. So we've talked about going chronologically. Again, this is a numbered episode. We we usually have our segments and stuff, blah, blah, blah. We're going to toss that all out the window this week. Actually – Actually, okay. Before we before we do do that, I I want to ask you one thing. You've All been right. playing Horizon. I have been playing Horizon. I, I, I want to finally know what you think about that.
1: I think it's fun. It's good. Um, it feels really good. I like the combat. I like robot animals. Um, I wish there was a little more variety with the robot animals. But have you gotten into the biggest part of the the second biggest part of the map yet? No, I. Um,
0: yeah, you'll be I'm... fine once you get over there.
1: I just made it to Day Tower.
0: I can't remember what that is. The I just know psych- that there's a. Big, you know when you're going into the second half of map It's the of that sun.
1: Game. It's the sun people place. I'm on.
0: I'm on my the way big there. City? Huh? The big main city in the game or whatever. Yeah, Meridian. Okay, so you just pass the wall that divides the two areas. Yeah, I just saved them from the corruptor. Okay. Yeah, okay. So then as soon as you get into that secondary, there's a lot new creatures that you'll start running into.
1: I hope so. Um, and landscape
0: start to diversify themselves a little bit more as well. The second part of that game's way better, I think.
1: I yeah. So far it just it feels good. It's a good game. It hasn't crossed the threshold into great yet in my mind. Um feels like a Ubisoft game, and I don't mean that in a negative way, term of endearment. It's a lot of things I can check off the list on the map. Going around looking for vantage points and collectibles and things like that. Trying to chip away at the trophies. It's a fun game. It's a good game. We'll keep going. I think I'm like 15 hours in. That's what the clock says. So after that, I'm going to play Wolfenstein and then I'm going to play Shadow of Mordor. Good, good. Good choices, both of those. They're only 10 bucks too. They were 10 bucks. It's
0: a good sale time. So, good Yeah, decision, it's sir. good. Yeah.
1: Horizon is good.
0: I mean, I'm interested to hear what you think once you get a little deeper into it. Because like I said, I do think the second part of that game really... I was like... I mean, from the sound of it, I was more in on just the first 10 or 15 hours than you sound like you are right now. Um, So maybe it was just something that resonated with me a bit more. But I do think the second half of that game is objectively better because you get all of your weapons you start learning how to use them all in conjunction with one another you start running into new enemy types um you also have to think i'm playing this post breath of the wild i don't know how big of a deal that is honestly um, it, i'm finding it to,
1: to be a little well. i'm finding it to be kind of a deal i don't know about big deal but a deal i find it doesn't reward my experimentation as much and it tells me no more often than I'd like like you can't do this or you can't go that way you have to do it this way
0: I really think there's a ton of experimentation there between all the weapons um, I, haven't, I haven't more found... so than Breath of the Wild in a lot of ways. In so Breath of the Wild you can interact with a little bit more but I never felt like the combat was super complicated in Breath of the Wild Feel like there's way more experimentation in Horizon with that.
1: I'm not finding it so yet. I only have four weapons. I have my bow. Well, I guess not counting bow and not counting the. I was spear. gonna say, what do you have?
0: Two bows. I I usually carried like two bows in that game.
1: I have the same bow from the beginning. I haven't gotten anything new yet that was worth my you time. Definitely buy some new
0: things at that. If you get to that midway hub, like the gate between the two areas, you should definitely just go and buy some new weapons. I'm right waiting.
1: Now. I'm waiting to find a better bow. I haven't found a better bow yet. Um
0: you got to buy one yeah like in I don't the shop you just find no... one out in the wild no no no. yeah the shop hasn't had anything better there should be there should be in that walled area there should be a dude who has like way better weapons because i remember when yeah. i got to that point um i talked to some guy there and he had like i hope so i mean yeah I haven't, I haven't talked
1: to anyone there yet but i have a bow i have the the trip caster so the one where it's like shoots electric wires out I have yeah. the one that ties the robots down, like it you anchors them. Rope caster. Rope caster and the sling. Throwing ice sling, and electricity.
0: Um, the sling's pretty good. You got like to use thing. that. You got to know how to use the sling pretty well in conjunction with uh, your bow to take down some of the bigger enemies in the game. Yeah, the sling's like, actually uh, really vital. I think.
1: Yeah, I'm using the sling to like hit bl- fire blowbacks and then. Um, and then my bow to finish them off. Once they have their elemental weakness, um, mm-hmm. I'm having fun with it. Just, it's good. I like it. I
0: really think. Uh, I really think it's that neck and neck with Breath of the Wild for me so far. Uh, it would. I would have to think about it for a little bit. But I'm really digging that. Um, plus, the DLC is coming out later this year. I think. I, I think. Or did year? I get a date? They just said this year. Okay, so I'm stoked to go back to that then. Hopefully, they increase the level cap. It's actually that is on the sale one thing right I really, now. Really want fifteen bucks. Yeah, for PS I assume Plus it'll members. probably be like that. I assume it'll probably be like that leading up to release. It seems like that's how most pre-orders actually are. Um, I have not been playing much, obviously, because I've been gone. I played Psychonauts VR finally last night. Um, I think you've I don't actually been to playing go into a big lot. Spiel about that one. You've been playing a lot, just not um, stuff at home. I mean, yeah, true. But they've been five, 10-minute demos or 20-minute demos or so. Um, but we'll get to those as we go through. So E3, I'm still recovering, sort of. I was uh, I was really tired yesterday and bet. the day before. Um, the jet lag or whatever, I guess, hit me hard Friday when I got home. And I'd never really experienced that before because normally flying back and forth, I've actually been pretty okay. Um but I guess the extended stay out there this time may have messed with my head a and, little bit more. I don't know. All I know is that when I, got, when I got home Friday night, I crashed hard. And then I slept for like 13, 14 hours. So that was needed. But then when I woke up Saturday morning, I was still exhausted. Yep. So I in was bones. very tired. And I slept a bunch of this night. Um, I don't know. How do you? I, I'm sure you have 10,000 questions I just written down in start... your
1: head that you want to ask I just thought we'd start with Saturday
0: when you got there. So Saturday, yeah, we'll just go chronologically. Uh, Saturday was actually pretty laid back, honestly. Um, so we got there. I, I, okay, I want to say this too before we get too deep in everything else. Um, thank you so much to Dual Shockers for allowing me to go as part of the website this year and represent them out there and uh, have all these meetings and do all this stuff because I would not be able to talk about uh all of this stuff on this podcast or anywhere else or have been able to experience that stuff without them. Um so I am eternally grateful to everybody over there that allowed me to go out to LA and represent the website and work with some great people while I was out there and I think we all worked really hard and made some good connections. And uh again, like I encourage you to go read the website. We we're going to have there was a lot to do out there, so we weren't able to get it all done actually at LA. So we will have a ton more stuff going up throughout the week. Um, so I definitely encourage you to keep an eye on the website, and I'll be tweeting out anything that I write up specifically.
1: Yeah, you um, um, you already have up a Wolfenstein 2 preview, um, a Crackdown 3, and a Battlefront 2, correct?
0: Yeah, so, so I got those three previews done, which you can go check out on the site. Um, but I'm going to have a couple more up throughout the week. You I don't should, know. I'll, you should I'll read have a Wolfenstein one for
1: sure. Up. Um,
0: cause it has a great pun in it and I love it. Yeah. There's a one. I, I made sure to try to include that. Um, but yeah, again, thank you so much to dual shockers, um, mm-hmm. for that because I don't know. i just, it was something I'd wanted to do my whole life and I was very glad that I was finally able to with them and their, the site and, uh, shout out to everybody who is at home with the website who was covering all the conferences and stuff like that. Cause I think they worked 10 times harder than we did out there actually at E3. Um, I was really proud to work with all those guys and, uh, put together the content we did all week. So very, very happy to be a part of that team. Um, Saturday. So Saturday flew out there. Left here around seven AM Eastern time. Landed out there around eight thirty, I guess, local time. Time travel. Yeah, time travel, weird thing. Um immediately so I went and dropped my bags off at the place I was staying at, and we immediately booked it over to EA Play. Um got there, we got in, we went to the press conference.
1: Were you all the press
0: conference like- happened? Were all your flights in sync? You obviously all weren't flying out of um, Indianapolis. No, no. so it was only only myself and another person who were able to go to that press conference. In total, uh, our team on the ground there was four people. Um, One of our other people was flying in Saturday morning as well, so he wasn't able to go to EA Play. Um, One of our other people had gotten in a day before me, but he lives in California, so it was a little bit easier for him to get to L.A. earlier, and I think he stayed with some friends in town. Um, and then our last person didn't show up until later Sunday evening. Okay. So we weren't all really together as a group until Monday. Um, but yeah, we got there, went to the EA press conference. It was uh, cool. I mean, I I liked it because I liked seeing all the Battlefront gameplay and stuff like that. I wish I wish they weren't doing the esports narration over the top of it the whole time. All, that was kind of a all watches. thirty minutes of it. Um, I don't even think it was thirty minutes. It seemed closer to like, twenty to me. It I was, was checking thirty. My watch, maybe I was. Uh, was it? It was thirty. Um, I was the thirty minutes didn't bother me. Like, if you wanted to duck out at that point, obviously the last part of the it's like they didn't do anything after that. So, if that wasn't your cup of tea, you could have easily stopped watching. Um, I think it was fine for them to show it off. Show it off that much. Um, but was, yeah, so I thought the conference was fine. I mean, uh, more of a. Uh, focus on what's coming out the rest of the year rather than t- two or three years into the future, which I don't really know which side of the fence I'm on with this whole thing right now because you've got some of these big developers and publishers doing the let's focus on only the rest of the year thing. And then you've got those Sonys and a couple others saying, let's look way far in the future. Actually, it's really only Sony that I think is doing that at this point. You have to a degree...
1: Nintendo has a couple of games that they showed off that were
0: far away. Those were those those at least were dated like Sony's press conference last year. Like they showed off like three or four games that don't even have dates still like still. Yeah. Well, no, still. eh, No, I mean, God of War. I mean, Death Stranding is really the only one. I'm talking about last e 3 too. I mean, I know there's a little, the last of us as well. There's no
1: Detroit. Um, there's no date for Spider-Man. There's no date I for days, days. Gone didn't
0: get a date too. Jeez, Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, it's, um, it's a lot of games that don't have dates. I forgot. I forgot about days gone. So dreams. dreams? I, I don't, I don't dreams. know. Uh, dreams is dead. We've known dreams is probably dead for a very long time.
1: They tweeted uh, out.
0: They're still working on it. I have, uh, man, just cut ties. Let's go into something else. um, Cut the cord. I thought I thought EA's press conference was fine. A Way out looks dope, dude. Like I I am like totally all in on that game. That was the best surprise uh, of that I, uh, show. I think it looks super unique, and uh, I, like I haven't seen a game that different in a really long time that caught my attention because of the way it's being played. Um, so I'm really interested in checking that out whenever it comes out. I think that's early 2018. Um. As far as other things, there, what else showed up at that press conference? No Amy Hennig, no visceral, no respawn. No there was stuff showed
1: up. there was the like, forty five second teaser for Anthem. Said check out Microsoft on Monday or Sunday. For yeah, more. We'll, talk, we'll talk. We'll talk about, about that, that with Microsoft.
0: Um, we got they. Had Need for Speed. they had those two. They had the three. The three sports games. Need for Speed was six, seven was Battlefront. What was the eighth? I think that was it. I got my notes there right was here. One other. Well, right. they had eight games. it was um they had i cannot remember madden uh battlefield 1 DLC. it was battlefield 1 it was battlefield 1 dlc yeah which looks cool i'm totally in on that i don't don't know if i'll pick it up but we'll see it looks really good uh i guess battlefront is really the only other notable thing to talk about uh which like you said there is a preview up on dualtruckers.com that you can check out for that in short really thought it was good um the third person feels better to me this time, which I didn't play the last Battlefront in third person. I primarily played it in first. Um, but I thought the third person felt better, which is one thing I really didn't mention in my preview article that I did with Tomas Francesi. Uh, it felt good. It felt better. The scale of the battles was great. I love the prequel era stuff, like playing as the Troids and the Roger Roger and all that good stuff. Um, Roger, Roger. I was... uh. It, it, and it looked amazing like we were it playing looked, on pcs it looked good on the stream
1: and this was over my terrible wi-fi and 1080 and somehow they made it look even better
0: dude I, I really don't know how but it looked fantastic Frostbite, baby it's got the power um but yeah that was Saturday for the most part. After that, we kind of went back to our place and wrote some previews. And I guess that okay. So the only other thing I guess really noteworthy, um, Kingdom Hearts trailer dropped, which looks good. Um, more info. We're getting more lie. info in like three three weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Um, New World, they say. How, how you how you feeling about that? I feel like.
1: I mean, really, all they've ever shown is Olympus and Twilight Town.
0: Um, they've got the Rapunzel world too, or the, they've, uh, they've shown world. snippets
1: of that, yeah. And then we know Big Hero Six is in they the game. Big Hero 6
0: is a thing. Yeah.
1: We haven't seen that in motion. Um, I'm, I'm fine with them,
0: honestly, worldwise, holding their holding their cards close to the uh, chest, chest until uh, yeah. I don't really very mind. close to release.
1: I don't want to know really because I like being surprised in. by that stuff. I would like, I just, I'm curious how far along the game actually is, because
0: I see it being a... So I'm hearing, I'm hearing rumors from some people who are saying that the game's release window is at least going to be announced at this D23 thing, which would be really surprising, but that's what I've at least heard a couple different people say. I see it early um, 2019. I mean, I think that, I think it'll be 2019 as well, but... I don't know. They'll probably Ooh, say uh,
1: they'll probably say late 2018 and uh, and then it will get delayed.
0: It sounds like the D23 thing they're going to do a somewhat big blowout for it though. Like they really made it sound like that that's going to be a big thing that they're going to show off. So I, really I don't do know. The new trailer so. was good. I like the whole focus like I didn't know what the story was really about. I don't know if this is something that happens at the end of Dream Drop, but Obviously source trying to bring back Roxas, which is kinda cool. Oh um, yeah,
1: that's that's Dream Drop kind of stuff. You you need to play that. Okay, I, so I I I'll just get into that
0: and play that. It's so I I don't I know. There's a that couple played gaps that game. trying to fill games.
1: I forgot you haven't played that. Yeah,
0: like I said I almost bought I almost bought it yesterday. It's you forty should. bucks. It's... But I decided not to.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm very There's interested in the story. I it raised first. a couple of questions for me as far as like what how are they gonna deal with <clears> Zay
0: Um but yeah, it's it's shaping it up to be nice. Dope. It looks really good. I'm excited for it. Uh, it looked the one thing I'll say about it too. If this um, this cut of footage we saw looked much more complete than the last time we saw the game. Like you actually had some things on the HUD this time. Uh, it actually looked like it was done. Actual footage. It also they were um, us, which was it like also confirmed that your
1: party can be bigger than three people, so you don't have to replace Donald <laughs> constantly. Um,
0: oh, did they? Who else was in your party? Hercules. I didn't, I didn't notice that. Hercules is in your party? I yep. didn't even notice that.
1: Yeah, uh, his icon was on
0: screen, and you can see him in the background doing some stuff. Interesting. Yep. About time that happens. Only took... It's gonna say three games, but I guess in reality it's been a lot more. Like i I've nine. wanted him in my party since the first game. Uh, it looks good though, man. Like I'm, I'm excited for it. What's funny is we almost went to that orchestra thing too. Like oh, we were, we were talking about it. I would have gone,
1: but you know me.
0: I, I mean, it, uh, tickets were like eighty bucks or something. I, I so I've done it. I don't know. But again, we we, we kicked her. I'm diehard. Hard. We decided not to at the last second. Um. I mean, we had stuff to cover too. That was the thing. Like, we went home and worked on most of our EA things that night as well. So it's I don't know. It, EA. Was, it was tough to manage. Um, I hope it makes its way down. So I to guess Florida. Saturday, or not Saturday. Um, I think it is actually going to Florida. You live next to Disney, so I'm sure you'll. I hope so, because we have a big new. Soon enough. We have a big new
1: theater down here, and actually, one of the theaters in the building is called the Disney, the Disney Theater. So
0: yeah, you'll get something. That's where down I saw the. That's I where I saw the Pokemon Symphony. Um but yeah. Sunday, I guess. You wanna go that? Yeah, um Sunday. Sunday was interesting. Sunday was a lot of walking, but Sunday was really, really actually like maybe one of my more favorite days we had there. Um So Microsoft.
1: What I still
0: think they had the best showings, personally. And I know that I will, uh,
1: I'll say this. Pound for pound they had the best press conference it was not my favorite I think, but pound for
0: pound the best i think it really was the best and i know some people are saying stuff like oh score uh, xbox 1x price point is sucky and exactly uh, the games they're showing aren't even the games they're showing aren't even technically exclusive all of them and blah 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 blah, blah. and they didn't even release any new first party ips yeah, like i get it like there was there's some complaints to be had that said i don't think anybody really ran away with the press conference thing this year um and the thing i said to you when i called in it was that xbox's press conference made me excited for xbox this fall and early next year which is really something that sony hasn't done and honestly nintendo to a degree as well like i'm stoked for odyssey and uh like i even think like xenoblade 2 looks really good and stuff like that as well um but again those are like only like I mean, everybody's been praising the oh, Nintendo's got a good, one big notable game out every month. Like, that's good and all, but, like, where are the cracks being filled in? Like, I can list, like, ten games I'm excited to play on Xbox this fall. Um, I mean... So, I don't know. But those games that you're excited to play on Xbox could be played on PlayStation. Yeah, and I get that, but how long are you going to have to wait? What game, See, that's my thing. like they're, what they're, games they're are you games talking about? That, I
1: thought you were referring to, like, Assassin's Creed and Wolfenstein.
0: No, um, like Player Unknowns will probably come to PlayStation at some oh. point, but oh yeah, because it's on Xbox first, I will purchase it on Xbox, and that's okay, going to be where I will play that game. Stuff like that, like they've got some indie titles and things like that coming to Xbox as well. They sound like they're going to be available first on Xbox, and probably down the road on PlayStation, similar like an Inside or something like that. But because it is going to be first on Xbox, that is going to be where I will play and purchase it. Um. So that's good for them. Like, I mean, the timed exclusivity, like, I get it. Like, you can have your complaints about it. But some of those games look like games I want to be there day one for. And because of that, I will purchase them to play on my Xbox. So that's good for Microsoft. Um, where do we even... I don't know what I really want to... I got you, Stay bro. with this one.
1: I got you, Well, bro. we... Oh, okay, so Give we, me we your already hot takes. I already Give me your take on the Xbox One X. I already,
0: I already oh, called true. in for this, so we don't really have to go too deep into this one. It, that's fair. What I was gonna get at. Um,
1: that's fair. I again, like I think,
0: it. I think it, I think it was the showing they needed personally for their company and for their brand. Um, it was important for them. Like I came in, I came in really trepidatious with their press conference. Like I was concerned. Like there was an, there was. I, I don't know, man. I don't know how everybody else felt, but I was like very hesitant coming into this press conference. And I felt like they had a little bit of everything for everyone. Um, they did good. So I'm excited. I'm excited for them moving forward. I think this is what they needed. And there's still a lot of haters out there, but they are, uh, haters going to hate Phil's caught it. Phil's caught a lot of flack because he said some things in the past few days. Like we don't want to show trailers for your games that are two or three years out. And everybody's been complaining about, Oh, what about Skillbound you guys did that. And then you canceled it. And like, oh, blah, blah. like play. all those other games, but that's, that's the point one and two, like it took them, it is like a ship. Like it took them a very long time to turn out of the course that they were on. Like that, ha- that takes months and years for them to get out of the projected path that they were on. He has really turned the ship in a new direction. And I think people have just had to give them time. And I think this press conference was the first showing of that, um, I don't know the Xbox One X it is expensive like I get I get people's frustrations or complaints with that um but we'll see. I really still think that's a console for the long term more so than the Pro right now. Like I think that console will I think that console will be around for a while. Yeah, cuz I think the PS5 will come out and just completely make the Pro irrelevant. Um whereas I think the Xbox One X will have longer legs and yeah, will become the S version at some point once Microsoft releases another console to go past that one X. So I thought they did good though, dude. Like I thought it was what they needed. Plus the third party games. And I know third party games like aren't a huge deal, but they had some good ones on their stage. Dude, like arguably my two favorite games of the show were on their stage this year too. Like Assassin's Creed and shadow of war, both. Like I played both of those games and they're each phenomenal. So I I thought they did great. What about that Bethesda? So Bethesda, um, it threw a heck of a party, dude. Like, holy crap. That was maybe one of the best parts of the entire week was that party. Um, the conference was shorter than expected. Obviously, I'm fine with that, though. Like, we knew what to expect. Like, here's the thing I didn't understand about the Bethesda backlash is that Nintendo gets praised for their directs and things like that. But then... And I, Maybe it didn't play as well on the East Coast where you guys were at and you were staying up late for it. I can understand that. But Nintendo gets praised for these like short 20, 30-minute directs that they have all the time. If, to me, that was pretty much what Bethesda just came out and did. It was just a direct, which is fine because they are a smaller publisher. I think that that type of model and that type of presentation fits more along with I think, their company right now. I think Especially as they're it in was... like more of a
1: transition year. Besides the timing, as far as you're right, East Coast being up for midnight for it, another part was is we kind of know what we get when we go into a direct, and we didn't know what we were necessarily getting with Bethesda, and I think some people's expectations. I, I think some expectations were way beyond, like what they should have been. I think people were like Elder Scrolls <laughs> Six and all the stuff. It's was like, no,
0: nah. um, uh, that keeps not even in production. That we, as we have found out the past few days. They've not even started on that. I forgot they did have two new IPs that Bethesda Game Studios has been working on. Um, mm. Surprised we didn't see one of them, but I think they're fine. Uh, honestly, like, and, and I give Bethesda way more credit too because everybody's like, oh, we knew Wolfenstein, the Evil Within, who cares, who cares. Dude, both of those games are coming out this year. I don't think, I mean, you can say what you want about the games themselves being expected. I did not expect either of those release dates. That is awesome. Yeah, no, Dude, Bethesda really has Stein been championing,
1: Wolfenstein. Uh, Bethesda has really been championing, like, reveal game, it's out in six months. They've been really good about yeah. these kind of turnarounds. I think the most recent games that didn't meet the six-month turnaround were Dishonored and Prey, but those were, like, out yeah. within a year, um, particularly Prey. It was 183, and then it came out right before this one.
0: They did the same thing with Doom the year before as well. Mm-hmm. Where it was like they showed it off and then it was out the following May. Yeah, so. so
1: they're really good about keeping things close to the chest and then announcing them and then they're out fairly quickly as compared to some things like God of War which was announced last year and it's not even out until next year. Or, um, And that's just one example. Um, so they're really good about that. So I'm actually not surprised they didn't reveal their new IP because as far as their current trends
0: go, that would mean it'd be out before next E3. And I just don't think it is. Um, and like I said, like they definitely, I'm fine with them coming out and doing this every year though. Like if this is how they want to be moving forward to just be like, hey, we're going to have a presence at E3, but we're obviously not on the same size or scale as uh, Microsoft or Sony or even an EA or Ubisoft. So we're not even going to try to have these 60 to 90 minute, two hour press conferences. We'll just come out and we'll show you what we have, but that's going to be it. I'm totally fine with that. Like that is a fine model for me for w- what they could do at E3 because I think they are a big enough publisher to still say something every year around this time. Um, but yeah, like they don't, they don't need to try to drag it out. Like imagine, imagine if they had tried to drag it out and then oh, if they dragged they, it yeah. out
1: with the games they had, it would have been awful.
0: Yeah. So I, I thought the way they did it, like, because again, like I and I was disconnected from the internet a lot throughout the week, but it, it was like, man, that was so short, man. I can't, I can't believe they even came here. Why did they have that? And it's like, well, would you prefer it for them to have dragged it out into an hour and then you're sitting around complaining about the pacing and how long everything lasted? Like they, you got to pick and choose. And I thought what they did was smart for what they had to show.
1: Yeah. And I another thing I think about the Bethesda one, and you can speak more to this, is I also feel like that was one that was much better if you were there for it. Not so much for the actual 30 minutes itself, but the event surrounding it with Bethesda land yeah. and all that stuff.
0: Yes. And in Pete Hines made light of that, like saying, like, are you guys having a good time? Well, you, sh- you better because I'm floating the drink bill for it. Like, dude, that place was th- that was seriously maybe one of my favorite things throughout the entire week. So if you weren't there, you have no idea about the party aspect of it. Um, The doors opened like three hours before the press conference or so. We didn't get there right away. I think we got there like two hours before it started. And they had, like they showed on their invitations, which you probably saw throughout the internet and the whole Bethesda land thing, there were separate parts of this Uh, a place that they had set up that were each that were dedicated to each of their big notable games. So they had like a planetarium set up for prey. And inside there they had an open bar and an entire candy bar where you could just go throw a bunch of candy into a bag and get out of there. Uh, They had a fallout section where they were giving out free Nuka Cola left and right. They had like three, four, five open bars set up throughout the place where you could just get whatever the heck you wanted. Um, They had a vault boy statue set up.
1: It was like Uh, Disney Disney for Bethesda.
0: It was like Disneyland for Bethesda. Um they had a Ferris wheel set up as well, which was super cool. You they sent, were giving out uh Yeah, you sent me they a were day, giving day, out ribs at the at the at the Doom area. They were giving out mugs of beer and turkey legs at the Skyrim area. Uh there was just a ton of cool stuff there, dude. Like it was so it was such a good party. And then after the show, um I don't know if they said it on the stream or if he just said it to us and the stream ended. But as soon as uh they revealed Wolfenstein and the Evil Within Two, um, they opened up two new sections of the park, or whatever you want to call it, um, and one of them was like a haunted house type thing where you walked in and they were serving ice cream and uh, champagne. And then the Wolfenstein era- area was the diner from that trailer where you walked in and they were giving. They had people from In and Out there serving In and Out burgers and fries, as well as strawberry milkshakes, which from the trailer, which yeah. the Soldier came in and asked for. Uh so it was really cool, dude. Like the party aspect of it was freaking awesome. Like it, it really was does. one of my favorite things throughout the entire week that we went to. Being there was so, so, so much fun, even though it was very cramped. Um but just the party aspect of it was amazing. Bethesda knows how to throw a party. I can't imagine how much money that cost them as it's, well. Because- don't
1: don't imagine.
0: Well, the funny thing was I brought it up to my friend who I was there with. I was like, haven't people been like concerned about Bethesda because Prey didn't sell super well and neither did Dishonored? And, Are you like, kidding me? I, Bethesda's doing fine financially. They're fine, obviously. But that was the thing. Everybody's like, oh man, I'm kind of concerned about Bethesda. Prey's already on sale. Didn't sell super well. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, they have Elder Scrolls in Fallout. I think they're fine. Which is Skyrim still has a lifespan like f- 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 five, six we years We got two later. new
1: versions of Skyrim announced. At E3 this year. Yeah. Two. I think they're fine.
0: They're okay. I think they'll be okay. I'm glad Doom VFR is coming to PlayStation VR though, dude. That's, I'm excited. That's pretty cool. We'll see how the movement works. It was kind of, when I saw the jump point thing, VR still has to figure out figure out movement, man. That's the one my thing. Favorite,
1: my favorite one so far has been Batman, the teleport jump thing.
0: That's how most of them are doing it, and mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. But I don't know for like a quick reaction reaction shooter, like we'll see how do more. I don't out. know. That's the one thing I'll say good about like that I've seen about Farpoint is that the movement is just you are just walking, um, and I get that that causes a lot of like sickness and people and stuff like that when they move like that. But. Uh, we still they still need to figure out movement in vr games above all else um but that's the three great party though dude ton of fun ton 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 of fun um so we did both that and the microsoft press conference that day so that was pretty insane uh uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. anything else you want to know about either of those i guess no, since I was there.
1: sunday sunday was pretty uh, especially since you did call in which people can listen to that at the end of the xbox breakdown episode um I feel like those days I've got pretty well covered. I think Monday and Tuesday and then the rest of the convention itself are really the nuggets I haven't dug into quite as much. I mean, we were texting all week. You even uh, FaceTimed me a tour of the show floor, which was pretty cool. But um, yeah. let's go Let's go to Monday.
0: Big, big Monday. So Monday. Ubisoft. Um, did not go. Did not. I kept an eye on it as well. Okay. But uh, – Watched like the first 45 minutes of it. Let's talk about Skull and Bones, bro. That game looks awesome. AKA Black Flag with your friends. It actually looks so, so good. I wish there was a single player component, and I'm hoping they add one or something like that. Or maybe they just didn't talk about it. Because there is one to like For Honor as well. There is single player in For Honor? I think so. I'm fairly because honestly
1: it looked like for honor just with pirates which is not enough it looked
0: like like the for honor model which is the online play with friends that that type of thing yes i agree Mm. um it looks really dope though like i'm very
1: mature excited for how that
0: could work um that looked cool i I saw the beyond good and evil stuff didn't actually i had heard about it i I went back and watched the trailer later that's cool never played the first one i was gonna say have you ever
1: played i didn't get it
0: so I have the HD collection, or not collection. I have the HD remaster, backwards compatible on, on Xbox. my Xbox One. Same. I've been wanting to play it forever. We'll see if I ever do. Was it a Games with Gold game at one point? I think that's what it was because I had actually, I had actually purchased that in the 360 era. So I've owned that for like five, six years. Okay, just never played it. Um, well, I, I probably will at some point. I heard some impressions about that game from behind closed doors. Sounds uh, kind of out there we'll see how it turns out. I'm not after hearing the gameplay impressions, I am not convinced that that game will ever see the light of day, but we'll we'll have to see it's, what happens. I'm
1: I heard a lot of people obviously besides the freak out that the game was re-revealed um that they people weren't expecting a prequel direction for the
0: next game. Yeah, um, cuz I guess the first one ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah.
1: So, it's kind of interesting the direction they've taken it narratively. We'll see how it shakes out. Uh, good for everyone, though. I remember when Final Fantasy VII Remaster was announced, and I was in that movie theater, and
0: everyone was freaking out. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. I think people are freaking out less because um, of Beyond Good and Evil sequel and more because it's this has been like – I don't know how familiar you are with this. This has been like a 10 or 11 year thing with this Oh, game. It's,
1: another, it's another Last Guardian or um, so, to a degree, Final Fantasy XV.
0: I, I don't ever know how much the previous Beyond Good and Evil 2 was like in development, though. But there was a CGI trailer, which you can watch. Mm-hmm. It came out like 10 years ago for the game. Um, and had the pig guy in it from the first game, as well as a couple other people and it just never showed up, and I don't I don't know. It, it's been talked about for so long, but now we've actually got something that seems like we're back on the right track with it. Um, I think it's less of people wanting an actual sequel to that game and more just people want Beyond Good and Evil 2 to finally be out because it's been such a Like the last guardian, It's probably going to end up being close to like a 15 year ordeal again. Though, like last guardian, we actually saw gameplay. Like, this has just been like CGI trailer after CGI trailer for so long. That's fair.
1: Yeah, it's just a name, Um, visuals. Yeah, it's just, it's just been like an idea for a while. Another Ubisoft thing I wanted to
0: ask you about on air Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Yeah, we can talk about that when we get to. So, I played it, we can talk about that when I get to like the.
1: The show floor If you want stuff?
0: me to like walk you through, yeah. If you want me to like walk okay, you through we'll what I in there. And stuff like I, that, I didn't know where you wanted to fit it in. Um, uh, that presentation though was cool, dude. Like with they Miyamoto were really good. and stuff like that. That oh. was awesome. Made me wish I was in the theater for that one. Miyamoto was really cool.
1: Um, they also showed off an Egypt trailer for Origins. Um, uh huh. We'll talk about Origins a little later. I think
0: crew two. And then they went into what the crew two drive everything.
1: By... Drive everything. If it has wheels, the and crew two, and then
0: it was South, South Park. Park, then the VR game the with Elijah Wood. The mobile game. game. Was yeah, Transference. I didn't Skull and really understand.
1: Just,
0: they, tra- what was that game called? Transference.
1: Transference.
0: Yeah, I said that they stole the Death Stranding font for that, with like all the lines and coming off, off of it. it. Yeah, there's
1: um coming spring 2018. I think they said PSVR as well. Not
0: sure yet. Probably. You would uh, have to imagine. Skull and Bones, your Pirate I'll game. I'll just say this if you're a VR developer and you're not looking to put your game on PSVR at this point, like it's, it's kind of surprising considering it has sold more just VR than Oculus yeah. combined. Yeah. Just
1: Dance 2018, surprise, surprise. Then South Park Phone Destroyer. They put a 2017 date on that, which, if it's a South Park Games, means it's coming out in 2019.
0: That's a mobile game. It'll be out. Uh, uh,
1: Starlink Battle for Atlas. AKA... Totally did not
0: like. A lot of people were totally hyped for that game. I no, didn't get way it. down like, on it.
1: What, who in their right mind is going to play a game with a, a ship smack dab
0: in the middle of their controller? I didn't. Th- I don't think that looked like a huge deal. Like you don't move your hands that much while you're playing. Like as long as you've got a slight bit of room, I think you'll be fine. Um, it just the gameplay itself that was awful. what I was not so. Alone. It's it's less of the toys for life stuff to me, and more just like the gameplay that I saw. I didn't think looked like anything special. That's where I stopped watching. What was okay. after that? Was it just...
1: Steep yeah. DLC? Road to the Olympics. Okay. Because that game okay. apparently... Oh, I, I
0: know right where right. I... stopped watching right for Far Cry 5. Because Far Cry 5 was next. For, uh, right when that was on. Um, so I actually haven't seen that played yet. Um, it looks like more Far Cry. I need to Far actually Cry. go back and watch that. More I, uh, I mean, so I saw it being played in front of me, and I, like, disagree. I think it looks, like, different from the couple snippets of gameplay I saw right in front of my face. Um, the you world can... looks totally unique, dude.
1: Oh, the world looks like, cool, but, like, the looks... gameplay, you just get to tell your comrades, like, what to do um, and help take you out, which
0: shooter, like yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the world is what is different from game to game in that. Like, just comparing yeah, the no, gameplay, the world is the character. Yeah, you're gonna have gun. You're gonna have guns. You're gonna interact with the environment. Light a field on fire, stuff like that. Set a tiger loose. Like, I get that those things will be similar, but it's the world that I think is what really drastically changes from game to game with that. And the color palette that I saw in mm-hmm. uh, a lot the of footage yellows, that I saw, blues looked a lot nicer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like not like, not that the other ones were bad. Um, it looked a lot more colorful though, dude. And mm-hmm. I was like very impressed by that. Um, okay. So I had to dodge out for the Ubisoft after that. It was just young and evil, right? Young and evil was what closed the show. Did Marty ever eat a cup?
1: Um, they <laughs> said they were working on it. I never heard either. What otherwise?
0: Cause I didn't see that until later on. I thought that was funny though. um, Okay, so I had to dodge out of there because we had an appointment. Why why did you have to dodge out, Logan?
1: We had a time
0: with uh, Microsoft. We had a press event to go to to play a bunch of games and things. What'd you play? Um, So when we got there, they had... I'm trying to think of what they had available to play. They had the Artful Escape. They had Ashen. They had Minecraft, 4-7. I'm just listing every game that was actually there to be played. Uh, Sea of Thieves, Assassin's Creed Origins, Crackdown 3, Super Lucky's Tale, uh, Halo Wars 2, and then there were a couple other things. Uh, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds was also there. And then I think that's it. So we we could only stay there for a little bit because we had to go to the Sony conference later that night. Um, But I got there. I immediately hopped on Crackdown. I have written a preview up about that, which you can go find. That pretty much gives all of my initial impressions on it um in that piece i basically talk about how it feels like crackdown which is a fantastic thing but it also still just felt like crackdown i played it for 10 minutes um so i I don't know i was like on both sides where it was like yes this feels like crackdown this is exactly what i want thank you and at the same time i was like okay but where are the new things and i assume those new things will show themselves in the full game again i had 10 minutes with it right um but it was very comfortable to dive back into that. And like, I'm a huge crackdown fan. I'm so happy that that game has a release date, man. Like I'm, I'm very, very excited that, that is coming out. Like that is like one of my most hyped fall games. Um, just because I used to play one and two. So, so much as a kid, or I guess not as a kid, an adolescent, as a young fall.
1: adult, a teenager. Uh,
0: I'm really excited for three though. I, I very, I very much am excited for the game. Uh, not a lot to say that like again more crackdown i wrote all my thoughts on it you can go find them on dualshockers.com just search crackdown 3 preview and you will find what i wrote about that game um so i played that um we didn't play sea of thieves but we set up a time later on to play sea of thieves later in the week which i'll talk about um then i played super lucky's tale so it wasn't bad i i felt like the so even just watching the trailer it looked like the platforming was slow and a little bit, not floaty. Um, Titan spots. Uh, the movement didn't feel fantastic. Like it it was all doable though. Like none of it felt bad, but none of it felt amazing at the same time. Like it didn't have the level of responsiveness as like a Mario would or something like that. Um, it, it felt fine. I, I, I was fine with it. Um, the demo was good. Got used to the controls and stuff like that. Again, it was about a 10 or 15-minute demo. Um, it seems good. Like, we'll see what happens. We'll see where it goes from here. Um, the, the team was incredibly nice. I enjoyed talking to them for a couple minutes. Um, we'll see what happens. Like it. it uh, I'm interested to see what the full game looks like and if it's going to be like a level-by-level level type thing. Um, or... or if it's uh, going to be like Hub Worlds or something like that, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that game lays out. But I'm interested to see more after the time I spent with it. Do yeah. you have any questions about that one specifically? No. It's, it's interesting to see Microsoft add that to its portfolio.
1: That is something different than Xbox's normal gamut of games. And I think that's good. They're diversifying it. So either way, I think it's a good addition. We'll see how the game shakes out. I remember a lot of people saying the first one, which was an Oculus Rift game, had charm. Um, but the VR part just wasn't, it didn't make the most sense. So we'll see how it all shakes out for the sequel. And it's a traditional platforming collect-a-thon kind of game.
0: Yeah, um, it uh, it, was, it wasn't it was bad, but I, I wasn't, like, blown away by it either. Like, at the end of the week, I wasn't looking back like, oh, man, I played Super Lucky's Tale or something like that. So, so we'll see how it works out. Um, and then I played Assassin's Creed Origins. Lay it on me. It's so good. Preach the gospel. Like, it is so... Like, I want to stress this. Me, probably my favorite thing I played all week. And I was totally not expecting it either. That was the thing. Um, So... There's a dog howling in my house. There's thunder.
1: There's thunder rolling in my... Hold on. That was awesome.
0: Freaking howling dog in my house. Anyway, Ow. Assassin's Creed Origins. So freaking good, dude. They changed. Like, so we we had been going into I don't know how this played over the inner webs for you, like the trailers you saw and maybe the possible gameplay footage you saw. All uh, I saw was the Xbox demo on stage.
1: And then the chip okay. trailer from maybe. So
0: did you think it looked very different from what you saw
1: on that? Like gameplay wise? Yeah, the yes. RPG stuff like leveling up. I like the Falcon. Yes, that the, looks awesome. The Falcon thing, you know, being able to fly over and see everything. I like that. Um, Falcon has a name.
0: I what his name is though.
1: I I read it in the magazine today. It's like Senzu or something. Um. Other than that, it looked like an Assassin's Creed game, which I don't say that so much as a derogatory term, but it looked the same, just with some RPG stuff melded in. Um and a magic arrow that you control while it
0: flies. So I didn't ever control magic arrow. Um, the end of the Xbox demo? I saw I saw that. I'm just saying I never did that with my gameplay thing. Oh, gotcha. Uh, the weapons feel very unique from one another. Um, so I'm going to say this, and obviously I don't mean it in a one-to-one way, but it is very obvious to me that they stole a lot of inspiration combat-wise for this game from dark souls like very very obvious to me after i played it um they have now switched even even with the uh combat the combat now uh, the attack buttons are right bumper and uh, right trigger so right bumper is like a light attack right trigger is a heavy attack um you have a strafe that you can do to dodge out of the way Uh, You have a deflection that if you have a shield, you can deflect it. Uh, And then you have your ranged bow and things like that that you can shoot. Um, Combat-wise, dude, it is a totally different game this time. Uh, In the past Assassin's Creed games, you would just have 10 people circle around you, and you could just counter, 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 and kill them all one by one, and they would only attack you one by one and stuff like that. The combat is so, so, so different this time around. Like I can't stress that enough. Uh, you'll get into a battle with like two or three people and it'll be like a legitimate battle that you need to like actually take pretty seriously. And obviously I was still getting very used to the controls, So maybe five or 10 hours into the game, like you'll be able to blow through those easily. Um, But it is less about actually rewarding hits like, so in the other games, if you hit somebody like it just do immediate damage, it is now uh they said based on hitboxes and stuff like that, like where you're hitting the person and it's how and how they're going to react to where you hit them, things like that. If they have their shield up, they're not going to take any damage, obviously, but it could still stagger them, and if you lay a few more combos on them, you could break that combo. Um it is not like the old style of combat from the other games. Um it's just, it feels so refreshing and so unique. And I, I so I played two things. There was one where I it was an open world portion and I went into a city and I went and did a mission and I got to use the Eagle or the uh, Falcon. I'm sorry, whatever. Um, it's an Eagle in my mind just because Eagle vision, blah, 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 blah. Um, used the Falcons, got it out an area, went in, took out some people, grabbed the thing I needed to grab, took it back to the guy, I'd, finished the mission, all that stuff. So that was part one of the demo. Part two, they took you into this new thing called the arena, which I don't know if you saw any footage of. Um, Negative. But in the arena, it was like an arena, like a Colosseum or something like that, where you go in and you would face waves of enemies. And it was mainly to just get better at the combat and see how you could work with that. Um, That was a ton of fun and... I think I faced three waves of enemies, got to utilize a different style of weapon. It was like a long pole axe compared to the sword and shield I was using in the open world portion of the demo. Um, And then after I defeated all of those, I went on to the next portion of an arena, which was a boss battle against uh, this large enemy, this slaver. Um, Really, really, really freaking hard. Like you had to time your hits perfectly. You couldn't get carried, carried away and messy. You couldn't try to go in when, uh, when there's not a good opening for you to go in. Otherwise you're going to get smacked fast. Like it is very, there is so much more depth to the combat now than I expected. And, uh, for the arena alone, like I assume that'll be an element that's in the game. I could play that for hours, dude. Like it was so, so fun. Like I really, really enjoyed my time with the arena stuff. Um, and so we were playing on Xbox One X dev kits as well, and it looked gorgeous. Yeah, um, that four K. It uh, it, it looked really good. Like uh, above all the other games throughout the week that I played, like that one, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I really need to get a four K TV because it looked that good." Um, I don't know. It just it felt better control wise. The combat it had was overhauled the way it needed to be overhauled. I was already sold on the location of Egypt and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, It just, it, it, like you said, the RPG elements and things like that, it looks like they added to it as well. Like this is the change the series needed while also I, I I told you that it felt like it was completely not Assassin's Creed. Um, And while it has the touchstone things that I think are Assassin's Creed, for the most part, like I left there and I really did feel like like I had just played a completely different game, uh, which was a good thing, I think, for me and I think probably for you because you had just gotten so tired of them. Like you put in Syndicate yep. and you're like, yeah, this sucks. I'm like, well, there's nothing that really sucks there. I think you're just kind of tired of the formula, to be honest. Um, I didn't say it sucked. It just wasn't for me. I didn't want to play it. Well, you put it in and pulled it out within what you say five minutes or something like that. So yeah, I got through. I don't know. I think it, the opening like ten. I think minutes. it was just the formula of the other games that were wearing thin on people, and they totally remixed the formula. They kept the things that I think have worked, like the cool locations and stuff like that. Um, hidden blades? No, that's I didn't nothing like that in there. They no, no, was hidden, the article I read I
1: the hidden blade is in the game.
0: Well, I would assume so, yeah, but not in the demo I played and we didn't see it as well in the microsoft demo if i'm correct i think he was more just slitting people's throats he did do a wrong. double
1: kill he killed one guy okay. and threw a knife in another um okay. i do think it's important to note about assassin's creed this is the black flag team and this game yes, has been in development so good it's this game has been in development since black flag um so i guess ubisoft has like I guess three teams. I'm curious rotate. how much
0: they changed when they were given that extra year, or how early on they knew they were going to get an extra.
1: The game year. informer article kind of goes into that a little bit. Um, really, it was to give it that polish and to make sure it was fun and felt good. Um, based yeah. off what I read, was how it kind of yeah. shook out.
0: Yeah, so I—I I mean, they had some of the dev team members there, and I was just like really like—I was just like over the moon for everything I saw and played, and he. he they were, like, very appreciative. They're like, we've worked very hard, so it's good to hear that you're happy with this as somebody who's played the other games in the series. Um, like, no joke, maybe my most anticipated game this fall. I'm so, so, so on board for this. And it comes out the same day as Wolfenstein and Super Mario. But I'm telling you, dude, like... It's going to be an expensive day. I am, I am so excited for that game. Like, And I know there's a lot of other games that come out around that time, but I think you should be interested in looking towards it I'm already yourself. thinking about
1: all three of them, so...
0: It's uh I'm I'm very, very, very excited for Assassin's Creed. Like I and I, I and, think I, it's did good not, to and I did not feel excited for Assassin's Creed. I, did, I didn't expect that. Like I was going into it, even the Microsoft demo, I was like, This looks good. Like yeah, sure, it's Assassin's Creed, like, yeah, this looks good. But like actually going hands on with it, like changed everything. Um they've just found so many new ways to make the series feel fresh and it really feels like you mentioned the polish. Is even the build I played seems really polished, man, and like I only played it for like 25 or 30 minutes, but this really feels already like it's going to be one of the better entries in the entire series, if not the best. So lots to be excited about with Assassin's Creed.
1: It's I'm, I am eager for it. I'm eager to see as we get closer reviews and what people think and more of the gameplay might dig around on YouTube and find some more, uh, you know, direct capture footage and stuff. Um, I'm excited for it like i'm interested i'm interested um yeah. so we'll see how it all shakes out
0: and that was uh so that was uh the press event we had to leave soon after so we, we left that and we ran over to sony which was actually just like a block or two down the street luckily so we didn't have to hop in a car or anything uh we got in for that and found out that they had had an entire pre-event pre- a uh, conference event as well, where people were allowed to play games all over, the, uh, all over the place. There was a ton of stuff playable on there. They, their actually, little lobby.
1: they announced a lot of stuff in the hour beforehand.
0: Yeah. So they had on um, playable on the show floor, Nac two, which I didn't know is 40 bucks. That's yep. awesome. Isn't that a great, totally, totally thinking about Nac two now. <laughs> yep. It's, um, it's that Ratchet
1: and Clank price point.
0: Yeah. It's uh, that's a good price for that game though. It really, It, is. it really is. Um, so they had that, they had Matterfall, they had a ton of VR games. Like Wait, I cu- I could I couldn't list everything they had on their show for because there's too many things that they had playable there. Really quick, speaking of price point.
1: Did you hear about this Assassin's Creed Origins like $800? Yeah. Yeah. That is bonkers. Yeah, That's I heard about it. Oh no. There's only like 100 or 200 like, of co- them being made. Yeah. Comes it's with a hard. 2 foot tall statue. Two steel books, some art, um, a certificate of authenticity.
0: It's crazy. I mean, to me then I would assume that that means the statue they're giving you is of like extremely high quality compared to the crummy plastic ones you normally get. Or it's Ubisoft because, just
1: going, We can do this.
0: I don't know. It, I mean people to will me, pay. To me, have you ever bought like a really really nice statue though, like just independent? Because I've I've spent like two hundred fifty on like a really nice Spider Man statue. Those things can get expensive, depending on no. what you're getting.
1: Not outside of a game, no. I have not.
0: Yeah, the ones you get with the games are pretty chintzy, honestly. Um, I don't know. That's My... why. I, that's why I never really go towards them.
1: My Ganondorf one from Wind Waker is really good. I think the Uncharted four one is really quality. The God of War one from Ascension is trash. Um. It just kind of depends on the I mean, game. Can I think They look nice, but what they're made out of is what I mean. Is like no, yeah, the
0: Uncharted one's pretty darn sturdy. It's a good one, I think. Um, so we went over to Sony and we got in line for their press conference. And uh, I, okay, oh, we need to do prediction. We need to talk about predictions. As I was well. wondering when you were gonna bring this
1: up. I have the spreadsheet.
0: I mean, I know I won. Oh, you screamed <laughs> me. Um, I sat. So, like I said, I'm. I don't. I won't lie about any. We sat second row. I oh, so got man. that one. Did not shake Shuhei's hand, though. So there's a half a point for that. Oh, no. Even though if we had gotten there... on my hard drive. If we had gotten there early, I guarantee you I could have shook Shuhei's hand. Where's but that we got Phil Spencer so photo? Um, so there was one part where he was like up on the balcony above me, and I was down below, and I was about to take a picture and send it to you, but I was just like eh, whatever. I already creamed him. I don't need to. I don't need to do him a disservice and bury him uh-huh. into the ground. Yeah, because notice I never said like I need a picture with like my arm around him. I don't. I say never a said anything like Phil that. Spencer. Yeah, I could have sent you that, and it would have perfectly counted. Um, so I could have done that one, but I didn't. Uh, so. I guess speeding through this. I, I don't know. So we were there. So okay. So we sat second row behind us. Do you know who? Are you aware of who the hip hop gamer is? The like
1: that's his title, the hip hop gamer.
0: He's hip hop gamer. Yes, he no, is on. He goes on. He goes on Hot, Hot ninety seven a lot and talks about video games with them. No, I have no idea who that person is. Channel. He is um. He's like a video game hype man. He's like yeah. freaks out at everything and he screams and yells. He sat behind us during the Sony press conference. Oh, so God. um everything that happened on the screen he was screaming about like very loudly. Un- very, very loudly. Uncharted for a lost legacy. Whoa. No, I mean it was seriously everything. That's crazy. Uh, that would I that would be so annoying. It was pretty annoying for the first ten minutes, and then I think we just like all kind of realized we're like, all right, let's just accept that this is happening and be okay with it. Sean Layden comes out. <gasps> Whoa! I was no, dude. I'm telling you, it was everything. It wasn't just big moments. It was everything. Anytime nah. anything happened in any of the trailers, there was freak out behind it. Oh my god,
1: uh, it's the guy from Grey's Anatomy.
0: He's in Detroit. Oh. So um so that was interesting. I don't know. There's not I don't need to go step by step through Sony's conference, I guess. What was your um, favorite
1: thing you saw on Sony's stage?
0: That God of War trailer looked really good. I was very excited to see that. Actually, Spider-Man I know the answer to cool. this. What? It should be Spider-Man. Spider-Man was great. Um I do have we could talk about that in a second cuz I do have some questions about that game. Uh Honestly, like, hearing that Undertale and Superhot are coming to PS4, very, very excited for both of those. I wish they would have been on the stage because I would have freaked out. Uh, you would have joined like, Hype Man? Yeah, I would have I joined Hip Hop Gamers standing up and bowing to Sean Layden. Uh, you probably actually maybe have seen – I like, did like, see gif. that gif. of like, I bowed Yeah, I was to sitting – you can see my head in that gif. No. So,
1: Wait. Yeah, no. Oh, What?
0: Yeah, you can see the back of my head in that GIF. I've told you, I was sitting right in front of him. Uh, so, Sony's show was good. They just tried to do the same thing as last year, though, and it didn't work out. Because uh, none of those games got dates still, except for a couple of them. And God, of War got a window. It's so weird that Detroit and Days Gone specifically still don't have dates, man. Like, a, I don't know. It's
1: a miracle they don't have dates. I'm,
0: I'm wondering... I'm wondering what's up with Days Gone, honestly, because I didn't think it demoed very well last year. I enjoyed um, the demo. I don't think a this lot of year. people. I I did this year as well. I'm okay. wondering if they like went back to the drawing board with some things and changed some things around after last year's demo because that just did not look good. I know it's an E3 demo, and I, I heard it was like uh, short notice as well. that they were supposed to do that demo last year, so I don't know how that really shook out. Uh, but supposedly, the game was very close and then now it still doesn't have a release window. Um, so I'm wondering what's up with that one. Um, I did think it looked good, though. I thought that that demoed well. That's the thing. Like, everything Sony showed here to me demoed very well. Um, so there is still a lot to be excited for with Sony. It is just, uh, it's the, it, it was like part two of last year's press conference, except I, the uh, reveals were no longer reveals on the same level.
1: I called so. it E3 2016
0: remastered. Kind of, in some ways. Um, I don't know. There was a lot of good stuff shown. The Shadow of the Colossus, Shadow of the Colossus reveal uh, was fantastic, awesome. Like, that was, like, I couldn't believe that that was happening. Like, if there was, like, one freak-out moment, it was that. Um, I know it's just a remake and, and stuff like that, but... And a lot of people in go- my
1: theater were stoked.
0: Uh, it looked gorgeous. I mean, being on the big screen, too, in front of us, that giant 4K screen. I think it was, uh, I think we were freaking out a little bit more because of that too. Like, if I'd seen that, if I had just been watching that on my laptop, I don't know how much I would have spazzed, but being in the room, like, we were all kind of, like, freaking out about that one. Um, Spider Man, I guess we can talk about that. Um, yeah,
1: come on, big Spidey man, big Spidey fan. So,
0: looks very much like Arkham, which is fine with me in a lot of ways. Um, sounds perfect to me i'm very excited i'm very excited for it like i'm not i'm not negative on what i saw i'm more Mm. just like my my interest has been peaked with where they're going with it uh the combat looked like arkham the sitting on top of the perches and using gadgets and picking people off silently looked like arkham uh so i guess in terms of like uniqueness it wasn't at least in this demo it uh it felt like stuff I had seen before. That said, if you're going to take from another superhero game, just Ar- take from Arkham. Yeah. Because that is like one of my top five favorite franchises of all time. So I am very much okay with that. Uh, so what about that? What about that web it's definitely, I don't know. We barely saw it. It looked uh, really good. I want right. to see more. I, I wish the demo would have just started and they would have just been on a building and he would have just jumped off and it just could have swung around for like two or three minutes. That would have been all I would I would have been like all right, that's fine, that's totally fine. that's all I want uh the running on the walls and stuff like that like cool i act I honestly actually figured they would be doing things like that because uh, web of shadows had an element of that as well where oh they gosh. really didn't want to break up your speed or the the way you were running throughout the city, so I figured that that would be in there, so that wasn't a huge shock to me uh web slinging and traversal wise uh, a lot of web zipping stuff I like how you can specifically see what you're zipping onto compared to previous games. Um, the physics looked amazing for how he was swinging with the webs and things like that. Um, I wish I could have just saw it in the context of let's just swing around rather than let's chase this helicopter. Um, I did get some of my prediction right on that. Cause we did see Kingpin. So we did see a villain it was not a, Oh, I was, I gave
1: know? it, I gave it to you because of Mr. Negative or whatever. Cause he I was Mr. a villain. It was in there too. Um, I gave it to you.
0: So we saw two of them, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I'm very excited for it still. still, oh, I am. probably wow. my most anticipated game. I would like a PS4 Pro before it comes out, honestly. You got to get that TV. Uh, I got to get that TV first. I actually went and looked at them yesterday. Uh, I'm very excited for the game. We'll uh, I'd like to see some more openness, though. I want to see how that open world works. Yeah. Seeing, as far as showcasing one specific demo i thought it demoed well there was a little bit too many uh quick time events but insomniac has already said that they are aware of that and that they don't want that to be some a constant when they release the game yeah uh so yeah well uh it's gonna be good we'll have to see we'll have to see what happens i guess with that um still very excited for it though just have i just have more questions raised at this point so it's less about like an, an unabashed excitement and freaking out but trust me I freaked out when I saw it in the theater um, but distance from it I have some questions that I would like I would still like answered I and it. I do that and I, and I think it's the same way with you for like Last of Us or something like that like oh. you're excited for the game but you probably have like a laundry list of questions that you want answered about the game so it's more like it's not like I'm hesitant with the game it's just like you care about it so much you don't want them to screw it up yeah that's what it is so it's like i'm just i'm, I'm equal parts very like, excited please, while also like i know what i want from that game please, like I have please treat my spider-man good how, yeah i have in my mind how i know i want that game to turn out and i just want them to do that so we'll see i i have full confidence in them we talked to their team for a couple minutes on the show floor there seems like they know what they're doing what's the uh, uh what's the deal with miles I don't know. I'm not a Miles guy either, so we'll see. Because it's definitely Peter
1: Parker in the suit. That was yeah.
0: That's that was not. I don't understand how people thought it it wasn't. Like they were taking pictures of the helicopter that had just landed there two seconds ago, and they're like, "Oh, was it Miles in the suit?" I'm like, "Are you stupid? One, he already said Peter in the video, video. and two, like that would." no like when his miles worn the classic red and blue suit he wears the dark blue looking suit so that was dumb you're dumb if you thought that that was miles for even half a second i'm sorry uh i'm very excited for it though dude i don't know i don't i'm not not, i don't like miles i really don't i kind of wish he wasn't in the game but we'll see how it works out i'm sure we'll do fine with it uh so then we left saw neil Druckmann on the way out I, I saw neil Druckmann. i'm not kidding dude i think i saw neil Druckmann seven or eight times this week gosh
1: <laughs> um, that's how he, often you're running into these people he tweeted out he was like you know a lot of we know a lot of you wanted to see um i think
0: i saw him as he was
1: actually tweeting it he's like i know a lot of you want to see last of us but it's time for nadine and chloe to shine i'm like that just means there's not a
0: demo oh well yeah, that's a good thing. Both that and Death Stranding. Like, if there's one good takeaway from Sonny's show, no Death Stranding, it's probably very positive, a very positive thing that neither of those showed up in any capacity. Yeah, we don't need more games that aren't going to be out for three, four
1: years. We'll see. We will see Last of Us at next D three for sure. So
0: let's keep moving. On, I guess because uh, what else was Monday? We went to a party Monday night. Um, <coughs> that was okay. Uh, played a couple games there tuesday um none of them really worth mentioning. tuesday so e3 starts um oh oh no the show um what'd you say so i um, i didn't have anything to do for the first hour of the show gotcha um so the storm is kicked up so we'll see how this happens. i just decided to run in with the masses and that was interesting because there was a lot of people. Um, so I, I walked in, and I was like, I don't want to go to Nintendo's booth because it's going to be so busy. And then I was like, actually, I'll just go to Nintendo's booth, just get it out of the way so I don't have to come back later. Walked in. The lines for Super Mario Odyssey were already 10 miles long. And I was like in the early first kind of crew in. Um, New Dock City. I was taking in New Dock City, which was crazy. Um... But then... So all the TVs were taken. Everybody was playing... Oh, duh. Let's talk about the Nintendo conference really quick, I was, actually. Yeah, that's... that's I'll, right I'll finish point. I'll finish this, and then we can talk about that, because I forgot about that. Um, so I got in there. All the TVs were taken. But I noticed that they had people off to the side with handheld versions of Odyssey. And I was like, is there a line for this? And they're like, no. And so there were two people on the, each of the machines, but there was nobody after them. I was like, I will just wait for this, and I will play handheld. <laughs> so... I think everybody started catching on after that, though, but I was, like, first in the line for that. Tell so me. as soon as they finished their demos, I hopped on and played it for 10 minutes, and it is very fun. Tell I me liked about it Sweet Sweet Odyssey. It's like Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, like, collect that is, And I say that as a positive. The areas are just all open. There is no longer the pick-specific mission A and go... Pick star one and go to find star one by doing mission X or something like that within the world. It is just all open from the get go. You run in and all of the moons are already in their places, and you just have to find them. Uh, So it is very much like Banjo in that way. Um, Same with the collectibles. All of the it's more of a -a collectathon than in the past.
1: Yep, there's special coins special points for
0: each area. Then you've got the coins that you can use to buy new suits and also which serve as your life this time. Uh, It was very fun throwing Cappy left and right and seeing what he would and would not hook onto. It's anything with anything that does not have a hat he will hook onto. So I was like trying to chuck him at like some, some of the dudes walking around and then just like, stop, leave me alone, leave me alone. Uh, I did not actually possess a human either, which sucked I possessed a few other things. Um, it's really fun dude. Like it is very very fun. Like I am super excited to play the whole game. And October uh, 27th, man. I know it's very it's very soon. Uh that trailer that they showed during the directo is easily the best trailer of the oh. entire show hands down. Uh very good show for the game. Game comes
1: out a week after my wedding. I will I will actually be on a boat still when it comes out. Mm, you will? Yep. I'm going to be on a cruise from Saturday to Sunday or Saturday. It's a week-long cruise. So I will have it, Assassin's Creed, and possibly Wolfenstein waiting for me when I get
0: home. Nice, nice, nice. And I will have two of the three.
1: I will share (laughs) that Abby and I's plan ever since we got engaged, was to put a Mario Amiibo on our cake and a Peach Amiibo on our cake. And then they go and announce these wedding variants of Amiibo. Are they out yet,
0: though? They're, when did they come out? The,
1: the day of the you? game, a week uh, after our sucks. wedding. I know. I'm, I'm going to write Nintendo and just be like, hey, this was our plan. Could I please get them just a week early? We'll see. If that doesn't shake out, which I don't assume it will...
0: Um, I will go to some I've friends. I've Nintendo in the past, and they can actually be pretty cool. They've, um,
1: Landon, My friend Landon has written them, and they've responded with a letter and stuff. So I like, I'm going to try. I'm going to write them and see what they do and say. Yeah. But um, if that doesn't shake out, then I'm going to go to some friends I have in retail. And obviously this all depends on shipments and when trucks get in and not. But if they're in early, I'll be like, hey, I just need it for this cake. I'm buying please. it anyway. I have it all pre-ordered. Uh, I pre-ordered yeah. so many amiibo; it's unreal.
0: Yeah, why are you still doing that? <laughs> because,
1: because you know my rule with amiibo: it's amiibo I want, and the problem is I wanted all of these.
0: <laughs> yeah, you gotta get out of the game, though, dude. It's it's in it's interfering with all of the other fall games that are coming out this year.
1: Well, thankfully, the amiibo are pretty spaced out. It's not like everything comes out the same day. Yeah. So,
0: but you're buying like what, like ten of them?
1: Of. Four, seven, nine. We're champions. Yeah. The three Mario and the two Metroid. So you
0: could get like two or three games with that oh, money.
1: It's a lot. It's bad. But yeah. let's talk about that direct or uh, spotlight. They called it this. I don't
0: understand. Okay. I want to I wanna say this up front. It was a good showing. But why? It was not the best. Like, I'm not in my Nintendo hater mode that I, I once was. But everyone all week thought it was the best and i did not understand why like, like
1: like i said at the front of the show microsoft's pound for pound was the best nintendo's was my favorite
0: okay like it, and I, I think just don't understand. Be... Like they, showed a, they showed a Kirby game that looked like more Kirby. Yep. They showed a Yoshi game, which looked good and different. Like, I'm fine. Like, if you're stoked for the Yoshi game, good. Like, I'll give you points for that one. Um, Super Mario Odyssey had a great showing, but we knew that that was coming. That's coming out later this Z- year. That's Z- fine. Like, not Xenoblade, a huge shock.
1: Still coming out this Xenoblade, fall. still
0: coming out later this year. Uh, Fire, Bl- Fire Emblem Warrior, still coming out later this year. It looks good. We actually played that one. Um and again Um They did it. They answered so JPEG. our prayers. JPEG. I, wish I, I wish I got half as excited about a stupid JPEG as all the freaking Nintendo fans in, that, in the worked. LA Convention Center did. I wore my okay. shirt. So I'll tell you, I had
1: amiibo sacrifices. That, it worked.
0: Okay. So I have a couple things with this because I am totally disconnected from anything Metroid Prime because I just like, really don't care. Um, I'll tell you this, though, because you'll, you'll enjoy this. So we're in the media room at the LA Convention Center. And we're watching it on our laptops and there's like a slight five, 10 second delay. And everybody else is watching it like out on who's like waiting in line to get into the shuffler. They're out watching it like on uh, TVs or screens that they have out in the lobby. And we're behind a little bit. And all of a sudden we just start to hear. (laughs) And like everything like kind of starts to shake and we're like, what is going on? And I was like, Oh my gosh, it's Metroid. I and so our feet is caught up. The whole, and then our whole room all her our whole room went insane too. And I was like, this is so ridiculous. The whole but
1: that was the thing. Time you were texting me too. You were like, 10 minutes left and still no Metroid.
0: They shouldn't have revealed it. I will double this horrible reveal. Terrible reveal. Like it's a stupid freaking logo. It's so lame. I wish they would have held it. Like I'm okay. If I wanted to be won over and excited for that, they did not do it for me. Again, I know that I am not as hyped about the Prime sure. games as other people did, but like there. that was like such I a think, lame reveal for me. I Here's think, the other thing I want to okay. say about Prime 2 specifically real quick, and this is also why I'm like not crazy about the whole Prime 4 thing. What has Nintendo done so well lately with their other games? They've completely reinvented Zelda, and with Odyssey, they're kind of reinventing 3D Mario. Prime 4 is just Prime 4. Obviously, we haven't seen gameplay. Maybe they totally mix up the formula. Maybe there's a lot of different things. But to me, Prime 4 is just like, okay, it's another Metroid shooter. Like, I would have preferred anything else Metroid than Prime 4 but because I want to see them do new, interesting things with that franchise. And I do. Rather I than hope- going back to the freaking Prime 4. I, I hope just like they do I, new stuff for sure. It um, you, see, you see what I mean though? Like they've reinvented their other franchises. And Prime Four to me on paper is just a Metroid shooter. Yep. Like I want, I wanted to see something new from that franchise. Honestly, I'm way more excited for Samus Returns. I know it's a remake, but like that looks way more interesting to me than the thought of Prime Four. That's the other thing. We didn't see anything. There is nothing to see. It was such <laughs> uh, a uh, lame uh, reveal. Uh, 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 uh. I think. I think and people are coming out saying that that was the best thing they saw all week at E3. I'm like, it's a freaking JPEG, it's the best JPEG That's ever, it.
1: though. It, um,
0: I think some
1: things that are positive about it is it shows that there's a Metroid game that exists. We uh, all knew
0: that, though, we all knew that that would happen at some point
1: one day. So we saw that, I think. Going in, Nintendo kept saying that this whole spotlight was about games coming out later this year, and I was actually really surprised to see them show Kirby 2018, Yoshi 2018, and then obviously Metroid Prime 4, which is, I assume, a 2019 game. Um, So it was cool to see them just kind of sprinkle a little bit of the future of the Switch in there as well, especially since it's so fresh here off the boat. So I thought it was nice to see them talk about the future, and not just with Metroid, but with everything else. And then also, um, I think it showed that Nintendo listen is listening to fans a little bit about just kind of what games they want. Well, now we just need Mother Three and Metroid or uh, F Zero, and we'll be good. Um, still
0: no virtual console, dude. So, like I would have, I would have marked out way more for anything virtual console related than a stupid Metroid.
1: I, I was very surprised there was no virtual console mentioned.
0: Didn't maybe I'm wrong here, but didn't three kind of wrap things up pretty well? Like I actually played that game to completion, and it was kind of like we're done. Like uh-huh. it was a, and then there's been the whole Metroid Prime trilogy that they repackaged. Like it has felt like that that was a whole thing obviously so I you know what halo halo 1
1: 2 like and 3 were pretty good and then we got halo 4 and 5 so it's it, also important to note uh retro is not doing this game it is the serious producer yeah. producer from prime and then his own internal team at nintendo lightning capital of the world florida
0: yeah. i was gonna say i just heard something
1: um so it's cool i'm glad I freaked out obviously. No surprise here to you or anyone listening. Metroid's real. It's great. And then after Okay, the show... but
0: I listened back to our episode and you've never even beaten Prime 1 or 2? Nope. I beat Hunters. <laughs> I Why got is right it to your the... favorite. I don't understand. Well, that's the some lightning right there.
1: That uh that was real close. That shook that There's shook the thunder. room. Thunder,
0: thunder thunder, I mean. Um I mean, it's, it's my
1: favorite. I've played Zero Mission um and hunters, and um, I love them, they're so good. See, yeah, I know
0: you like Zero Mission though, so why would you be so hyped for just again? I love, shooter? I played
1: Prime as a kid, and I think I just stopped and never went back. If I sat down and played it, which I've been thinking about, obviously, just because four was announced and I have the trilogy and stuff, um, I would sit through and beat it, but I just think I was at that. It was at one of those points where I was a kid and I no, just kind of like it. Played. When you're a
0: kid you jump in and jump out of games way more often than I think I do now.
1: Yeah. And so I think that's kind of just I never went back to it. Um but I I mean I got to the end there. I was at Mecha Ridley before fighting the final Metroid. So I was I was there.
0: Like um, I will I'll, I'll say this. I'll I will probably buy Metroid Prime four. Oh, yeah, but it's will. just like I I wish there was I wish it wasn't hit shown in this way. I think it would have been so much of a better reveal if there had been that logo, and then they cut to, like, two minutes of gameplay. Like, do you can you imagine how much people would have lost their minds then? Yeah, um, no, like it's I always better. I would have even, even freaked out or something like that. That yeah. was Oh, that it's was much thing. better when there's gameplay involved, but... I mean, it was just like, it was, they could have just done a press release almost. Just be like, hey, we're developing Metroid Prime 4. Thanks, everybody. Bye. And also, you know, there's
1: E3 Energy too. It's, there's just a a buzz to it. So, I
0: I understand. It was, I don't know. For me, though, it was just, and again, I have like the Prime games, I just don't care about too much. But uh, I don't know. Hopefully, that when we see more, they are doing some new things with it and reinventing it to a degree. Because I really think they've been doing well, good job with that lately. Oh my gosh! Um, other than that, though, what? And then they showed the Zelda, Zelda DLC. DLC. Yeah. And then, f- okay, so here was the thing that I didn't understand, and then they confirmed that Pokemon games being developed for Switch. And everybody was like, between Mario Odyssey trailer, Metroid Prime Four, and Pokemon coming to Switch, they totally won E3. I'm like, okay, two of Odyssey those trailer was good, but we knew that was coming later this year. One you two, thought it'd be delayed pokemon coming to switch is so obvious and has been talked about for literally months what is the shock there they just confirmed it as such not a huge shock like i texted you about that one i was excited about that but like i'm honestly we always even that less that a of a thing. reveal
1: it was even less of a reveal than metroid prime 4 they didn't yeah. even have a logo yeah, like it was just the creator basically saying, yes, we are doing that. Super casual, like, oh, yeah, by the way, for the first time in history. And line. like
0: Rocket League, like that's cool, I guess. But like Rocket League's on freaking everything at this point. Okay, cool. Like it, it was a fine showing. But anybody who thinks they beat the pants off of every other conference, like even Sony, like I didn't think Sony had a great showing. I um, do think
1: it was better than Sony's.
0: Here's the thing I'll say about Sony's though. Again, like everybody's complaining. I, I, I just don't understand how the same the same people who I heard freaking out about Metroid Prime 4 were then the same people who are like, it's so dumb that Spider-Man doesn't have a specific release date. I'm like, at least we saw like six minutes of Spider-Man gameplay, dude. Like I'll take that any day over a freaking logo. I would agree like, with it you just... about that. It, my
1: difference is, is we knew every game at Sony show. Yeah,
0: that was that it. was
1: my thing, and um,
0: again, but like I think the games at Sony show... and then the one thing I will defend them for is that they all showed incredibly well. Like I'm excited for all of those games. It's yeah. just when Detroit, are they coming? Detroit was a Can little long. Can you just tell long. me when they're coming? But yes, Sony no. went long. No, 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 no. Detroit,
1: like the demo for Detroit. Oh was yeah, a little I long. agree.
0: I agree. Detroit went long as well. Um,
1: um it was good. Th- no, all all around good. Nintendo.
0: Because I really didn't think any any of the conferences beat the pants off of the other this year. Honestly, mm-hmm. Ubisoft had a fantastic showing. I really thought, um, was... which was really surprising. Cause mainly because they kept it shorter, too. Because usually they're like, hours three long. of the Ubisoft press conference. Let's Where check was... out more extended gameplay of the crew. Where was Aisha crew. Tyler? They, we already knew coming into it she wasn't going to be hosting. Oh, really? They announced that like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. So... I think uh, I think they they did a little bit more like let's get the dev out here and talk about it rather than this whole sit-down interviewee type thing that they did with her in years past, which is fine, but it worked better for their conference. She's a great host, but I don't think they wanted a host this year. No, it was good. Which is actually breaking away from their whole Mr. Caffeine ordeal plus Aisha really? thing that they've had over the past year. It worked better with the formatting of their show. Um, okay, so I know we're running kind of, we got like what, a half an hour left or so? Yeah. A three I... days worth of E3 running around um impressions and games that I had played that I could talk to you about. I'm going to leave it up to you to see ask about specific things and maybe specific games that I played. Yeah. Um Ooh. if you would like. I've um, got it. I've got stuff. I'll say I'll say this right now. So I played Wolfenstein too. Opening like thirty minutes of the game. So freaking good. Preview, My previews up on the yeah, side. My previews up believe. on Dual if you want to know how I feel about that game you know, game, go play it or go read it on Dual Shockers. One of my favorite games I've played all week though. Like very, 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 very excited for Wolf 2. Like I will be probably picking up all three games on that day. It's so. a hundred and eighty dollar day. Yeah, will. it will it's
1: a big day. Um kind of sticking with Nintendo a little bit. Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I asked about it earlier, makes sense a little bit. No more now. They showed a little bit it on in the spotlight. You've played the game, sent me a picture of DK Rabbit.
0: What's the word? Um, way better than it has any right being. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I cannot believe like how much fun I had playing the game. So I'm gonna write up the preview for this one. Actually, probably once we get off this call, and I'll have that up on DualShockers too, so you can get my more concise thoughts with it. Um. I'd ironically been hyping this game up for like a really long time just because I thought the concept seems so stupid. But yeah. when I actually like got a controller in my hands and played it, like I just kept laughing and smiling while playing it. It's incredibly charming, which the rabbits really aren't. Um, but I like that they're wearing the costumes of the Mario characters and things like that. Um, the combat is fun. Like I've so I'm really not a huge strategy RPG guy, but the combat is uh like as this being like baby's first strategy RPG, not to say it was easy because like towards the end of the demo, I was actually kind of getting whacked pretty good. Um, But for someone who's not, doesn't really have a whole lot of experience with the genre, um, I'm excited for this being really one of my first forays into that realm. Um, I don't know, man. It's fun. Each of the characters have their own unique abilities and stuff like that. The combat's cool. Um, I don't know what's specific. It's really beautiful to like really colorful like that was the thing we kept saying as we played like most of the switch games like yeah it might not be as powerful as the xbox one or the ps4 but what they're doing with their visuals are really impressive i mean same with like mario Kart 8 and stuff like
1: that i was gonna it's like Like, the wii u um it wasn't as powerful as a ps3 or a 360 but some of those games were gorgeous.
0: It's, it just shows that it's more about the aesthetic and the art style, more so, I think, than the graphics. Like, the you can get super fidelity. realistic graphics. You can get super realistic, gritty graphics or something like that if you want to. But, like,
1: for it's a 7 Motorsport, you know, 4K 60 frames a second, it's gorgeous. Looks realistic. But then you throw up
0: Mario Odyssey or Mario Kingdom Rabbits or, um, you, know. need your, you need your graphics to work in conjunction with what you're trying to do with the game. And like I said, it was charming in that way where it was like very colorful and goofy mm-hmm. looking. And so I think because of that, it worked in pretty well. It worked well with the Mario and Rabbids combination that they're going with, which is still just so weird. But it's it's like, I am very, very excited for the game now. It's,
1: I can't wait for it. it which um, I did not expect. Like, August. It's, I'm,
0: like it is a Switch game I will purchase. Yep. Um, Speaking of Switch written, games. But we'll see how it goes. You played a little Splatoon 2,
1: and the only reason I bring it up is you played the horde mode, the Salmon Run.
0: Yeah, dude. Salmon Run's awesome. We had a ton of fun with that. Like, I couldn't believe how much fun we had with that uh, game mode. So we gave it our cooperative game of the show. Like, that's how much we enjoyed it. Um, ton of fun. Like, they they find new ways to make the horde mode thing fun. Um, as we were playing it, Bill Trennan was standing, like, two feet from us the whole time, so that was kind of interesting um and i'll tell you about the other person we saw here in a second i figured i'd tell that story real quick um but salmon run ton of fun we played it so there's three waves you got to get through uh you have to kill bosses and you have to capture these eggs and take them back to your nest or whatever and you have to get a set amount of eggs per wave in order to do to advance uh we started off on like five percent difficulty which was actually pretty tough we challenged we had a We had a tough time with that, tougher than I imagined. Um, The difficulty scales really quickly, and um, we i think i think our attendant our nintendo attendant told us that like the highest anybody had really gone and was able to still beat it was like 35 or 40 something in there so after we beat it on five percent they asked us if we'd like to do it again and we're like yeah let's go to 100 they're like you guys are going to get destroyed and we're like i don't care let's go to 100 so we went to 100 and we actually lasted like a good 60 to 90 seconds and our attendant was like shocked that we did that well she's like i honestly did not expect you guys to do that well for even half of a second um so we it, it was a ton of fun though just working together with your friends you can do it uh online or you can or I, I actually can't remember if you can do it online you may only be able to do it when there's like multiple people in the same room um interesting i would think you can't be able to what do what it shakes online. Down. but it made me interested in splatoon at least through that game mode um yeah I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'll buy it or not, but like I really enjoyed playing that with friends. It's a good time. What was your story? Um, okay, so as we were checking in for media, at the media booth to, for our appointment with Nintendo, um, some guy came behind us. He was like some big dude. He was like a security guard. and He's like, all right, everybody, get out of the way. I'm sorry. And he was like, trying to like, park the sea of 68,000 people that were. At this show, and uh, he had like started moving some people out of the way, and I like turned around and looked behind me, and behind him, walking behind him, was one Shigeru Miyamoto. Um, and he walked directly past us, and uh, that was very that freaked us out. And he walked into the Nintendo media, er, er, into the Nintendo booth they had, and he walked up a set of stairs, and we're like, "Well, holy crap, we just saw Miyamoto! Even if it's only for half a second, at least we saw him." Uh, so we checked in, we got with our attendant who was going to walk us through all the demos and things like that. Very nice lady. Um, I forget her name. I feel bad. Anyway, she was the one like walking us through all this stuff. Uh, and they took us to like the most quietest, most hallowed part of the Nintendo booth at the show and, uh, to play their games. And we could check out like five, six, seven, eight different games while we were there. And we had an hour to do so. And so there was, like, this entire lower area where they had a bunch of stations set up. And I figured that's where we were going to go. But instead, she walked us up the same set of stairs that Miyamoto went to. So uh, we walked up this, this, the stairs. And we get to the top of the stairs. And he's standing right there. And he, like, looks over at us and, like, makes eye contact with us. And we're, my heart was just, like, like going, like, a mile a minute. This is the man. And uh, we're just, like, holy crap, holy crap. And we really wanted a picture with them, but at the same time, we're like there as media. We have a scheduled appointment with Nintendo. We're there to play games and then go write about them later on and uh, report back to our readers and let them know how we thought about them. So, and we were like trying to obviously be very professional the whole time, but we're just like, oh my gosh, it's Shigeru Miyamoto. So uh, it was, uh, I don't know, it freaked us out for a second there. I can only imagine. And we like, and we like, we like got to our station and we like, started playing our games, but we like kept looking over out of the corner of our eyes. And he was like, still standing over there. And that was, I think when I texted you, I was like, Max Shigeru Miyamoto is right next to us. Um, should have like snuck a pick. Just like, I wanted to, again, I was like, we were in like their hallowed room, like that only so many people could go to. Again, it was where Shigeru Miyamoto ran to, to get away from everybody else on this show floor. That's where we were. So I was like trying to not do anything crazy. Um, I tried to be as professional as I could all week and I don't know, just seeing him though was like very weird. And, uh, I don't know the other thing with those guys though. And it's this, it's the same way with most of the Japanese guys there. Cause I saw a lot of them that I recognized and I'm, like, want to go say something to you. You have to make sure a translator is nearby. Otherwise it's kind of futile. They go talk to them, uh, which stinks, but I mean, language barrier, obviously you get that. Um, so it's weird because like so many of these people you want to go say hi to or say thank you to or like get a picture with them. But it's like you, you, you kind of see who's like standing around them at the same time. And you're like, I probably won't understand a thing I'm saying to them. So uh,
1: I actually think Miyamoto bad. understands English very well. He just doesn't
0: talk. Probably. Back I think most of them probably do. Honestly, they just um, don't want to talk back in it. I d- yeah, I just don't know how fluent they are in speaking it. Mm-hmm. Or they just don't feel comfortable with it or one or the other. Or they just don't want to. But um But yeah, so that was cool. The Nintendo meeting was cool. But that was our I guess that was our run in with Miyamoto's story, which is just still very weird that we actually saw him. Uh but yeah, so Marion and Rabbids we played that. Yeah. Talked about that a bit. Good game. Uh in and Splatoon. And Splatoon Um you want me to give you a rundown of everything else we played throughout the week?
1: Yeah, sure, and then I'll pick games out of there. I know I had um, one more specifically.
0: So Nintendo, I played Lawbreakers the next day. That was pretty fun. That comes out August 8th. I played... Um, Ubisoft that I didn't end up going to... I played Bloodstained, which was fun. How's it feel? feels exactly like the other games, and I... Um, actually brought that up to Iga. Like, they nailed the feeling of those games, which I was actually very mm. surprised by. Um, he, I'll have my interview up later in the week about that. Um, but he said it wasn't as hard as I was acting like it was. Because, like, I, I was, like, floored when I brought that up to him. And uh, through his translator, he was actually like, no, like, we were actually very confident in that. Like, we felt like we would... Like, we felt like we knew how we would be able to do that. Recreate so, it. Uh, yeah I'll have that full conversation up with him later on hopefully sooner rather than later I got a lot of stuff to work through still um, it felt good though and I'll have a video up from of myself playing it as well on the YouTube channel soon Um Ooh. Shadow of War, I guess, would be the only really other big notable game I played, um, which we ended up giving our game of show to, and I played about 90 minutes of it myself. That was the um, other
1: specific game I wanted to ask you about. So
0: why don't you tell the people uh, about Shadow of War? So you saw a little bit of it in the Microsoft briefing um, with the whole taking over orcs and then leading them to go attack another stronghold. I did one of those stronghold missions, and it's just a ton of fun, dude. Uh pointing your sword at a castle and having like an entire army of orcs run in and just start bombarding. Everything is really exciting. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, I really enjoyed the first game and I was interested to see where they take the second one in terms of, uh, like what the next logical evolution is from like the nemesis system. And they have figured it out with this whole stronghold capturing thing. Um, those battles are really fun. It's they're, they're they're more of boss encounters than even the last game, so once you start playing the other one, you'll see what I mean, but obviously like, there's uh, certain, like, war chiefs or whatever you want to call them in every area that you'll need to take down and those kind of serve as boss encounters, but um, these feel like way, way larger than normal, and there's a lot of cool elements to it too, so like, when you attack these things you can, like, set your set your armies up and you can add special bonuses to them as well, like uh, I want this certain um, unit of orcs to go in and attack, um, to go in and attack with yeah. us because they will help t- tear down the gate faster. Or I want uh, you can choose like a certain monsters you want to bring in as well. And the cool thing about the monsters is that they're not on either side, so they just go in and pretty much to just cause chaos. So you can set, um, I think they're called the what, Drax or drags, uh, the dragons in the Lord of the Rings universe, and you can set oh, those. The in <laughs> I don't know if they. It might have been a I can't remember. Um, they and so they're just flying around and breathing fire on everything and blasting everybody out of the way. But if you're not careful, they're also going to come in and just eat you, blast you as well. Um, so it's, it's something you put in there to kind of cause a little chaos and make things a little bit more crazy. Um, the game is so. They know it's funny. Like they, that that that's the thing with the game is that it is very much dry humor where it is not what they're doing is insane is not for laughs, but it is unintentionally funny just because of the way the characters are talking and reacting and things like that. And you saw that in the Microsoft demo as well. Um first games like that as well, but this time around it's a lot more I think they played it up a little bit more this time from what I, from the time I spent with it. Yeah. So the demo I played too, the cool thing about this is that uh, the demo I played was alongside one of the developers of the game. Uh, He worked on the WB team or the monolith team. I can't remember. And uh, I think he was one of the marketing people, but he was serving as like one of the demo helper Mm -hmm. people uh, at the show this week. And he was just as invested in watching my playthrough as I was because he had been doing the same demo all day but it was different every single time. Like every single time, the hierarchy of the war chiefs, the design of the orcs, what they come out and say before the battle, like blah, 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 their dialogue there is different every single time. Like I was asking him about those things, like, has he said that before? He's like, no, that's all completely new dialogue. I've been playing this for seven hours a day. I haven't heard any of that or seen anybody that looks like this guy. It is different every single time to like an insane degree. That's and awesome. uh, he was like he's like i don't expect it to be similar throughout the rest of the time that i show it this week either um so there is a lot of depth with the character creators that they have added to the game um all with their own specific strengths and weaknesses um so i talked a couple of weeks ago about prey and how there is just like game mechanic on game mechanic on game mechanic on game mechanic in that game that like are just stacked on top of one another and they somehow all work really well together. Same thing with shadow of war, whereas like mechanically it was probably the most sound game I had played all week where somehow all of the systems in that game are separate from one another and they, but they somehow all work together in unison at the same time. And it makes so much sense seeing them come together. Um, It's just design-wise, like, one of the most impressive games I played all week. Uh, It felt great. The missions were fun. The game, I was laughing while I was playing it. Like, it was, like, checkmarking every box that I would look for. Uh, It's bigger than the last one. In the first game, there's only, like, really two regions. I don't think they have shown off all of them for the next one, but I think they've already confirmed two, if not three, already for the new game. Um, and those castles or strongholds that you will be taking over will be in each region now, so there's gonna be one of those in every region. Those will be like the big set piece moments of the games that you will be playing through. yeah, um there's just a lot of depth in the game, a lot to do. It is I don't like Lord of the Rings either, and you know that, and like the game was still like I've just been very impressed by these games. I think they're awesome.
1: I can't. I'm so. eager to play Shadow of Mordor and then hopefully. Shadow of War later this year, Which, that, dude. That, that got pushed October to October. Is
0: insane, yeah. It's so October is now that um, South Park. South Park. We have also uh, Evil Within. We have Wolfenstein, Assassin's Creed, and Super Mario Odyssey, and then we have a couple other things. If I
1: in Call of Duty is November, right?
0: Call of Duty yeah. is November. Yeah, it's like November third or eighth, one of those. And then, um can't remember some of the others october's a but, yeah.
1: little crazy
0: it was kind of crazy this year and then early november you got cracked down in call of duty like you said so it's like it really doesn't stop like we were talking about how like um like oh july and august are gonna be pretty empty like we'll finally be able to relax dude i don't think so like next mackin is out tuesday uh next month we could have stealth releases of Undertale or Hot, Who knows? Plus Pyre's out at the end of the month. August is now Lawbreakers, which I played and it was a ton of fun. I was very excited for that. Um, August is Lawbreakers. We've also got Rabbids. Mario and Rabbids in August now. Like, it does not stop. Like, this year has been balls-to-the-wall since January with Kingdom Hearts and Yakuza and Resident Evil 7, and I really don't see it stopping throughout the rest of the year. Uh it's going to be insane. Next month we've also got Splatoon. Um Metroid uh, is in September. Metroid's in September. Destiny's in September. There is a lot coming. It's like i crazy. It's getting insane. Uh very excited, but we'll see. Um I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to ask me? Because I know you. I'm sure you had a bunch of questions. I gave my gameplay impressions, but anything else show wise? Oh, August is also Sonic Mania. Oh my gosh!
1: Lord help us! Lord <laughs> yeah. help us! I wanted to ask you because I think I've got everything here except
0: this is also Matterfall. Shh, stop! Stop! <laughs> um, I wanted to know what the best November is. Best E3 moment. Oh, sorry, to just get. Yeah. Best E3 moment. Going to the conferences was awesome. Like, I had always dreamed of doing that. Like, once the Microsoft one started, I had a little, like, moment of realization, like, holy crap, I'm actually here. This is insane. Um, I don't know if I brought this up to you or not. I think I brought this up to maybe one of my other friends or my parents as well. Um, on the last day, I. There was like 10 minutes left that the show floor was open. And I had been done with every I'd been done with appointments for like an hour or so. And I was just kinda I was just gonna chill on the show floor until they told me I had to leave. Um and I walked I had just been happened to have been walking past the Sonic booth, the Sega booth. And they had the initial do you remember the initial reveal trailer for Sonic Mania, mm-hmm. where it was like we're going back, blah blah blah, and stuff like that. Um, that trailer came on and I started watching it for a second and the trailer's very nostalgia driven where it's like, oh, Sonic has gotten to this point, but now we're going back. We're very proud to introduce Sonic Mania. Here's the new old style gameplay from the Genesis era, blah, 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 blah. Um, I started watching that trailer and uh, just the whole going back thing and then seeing the Sonic like, it wasn't Sonic specifically. It was more like, so Sonic was like my first like real game I really played as a kid and um seeing that trailer for that game and like Sonic Mania resembling the old games that I played when I was a kid so much uh, from the Genesis era Uh watching that trailer, like, and then watching that trailer and then like looking around me at the same time and like realizing like, for me, it kind of started with those early Sonic Genesis games. And now I'm at this point at E3 and I just kind of like started looking around and like, realizing where i was and i was like holy crap man wow like i got like choked up for a second i wasn't like crying or anything like that but it was like i had the feels and for like the first time not the first time um because there had been a couple other moments where it was really kind of like oh my gosh i can't believe i'm here um but that was like that moment there really stood out to me like towards the end of the show where i was just kind of like very excited and uh realizing like how far i had come to like get to this point and now i'm like by no means like made it or anything I made it to e3 dee do. um you did which it, is an though. achievement i guess in itself yeah i mean I, i'm proud of myself for getting there because i always wanted to do that um and this, so that's one thing that that's one thing i can check off in the list of like where i wanted where i want to go and where i want to be um so I don't know, it was kind of like a a mirror of like seeing like where I started and now seeing where I am and that kind of like was cool for me. It was me, poetic. Yeah, it was cool. And it also made me excited for Sonic Mania. Very Okay, oh man. Very, very so much good. looking forward to that game dude.
1: Then another yeah. the, the last question I had for you was kind of the, the counter to that one. was the worst part about E3 besides a public admittance. Cause I know you uh complained about that with me on the day one of the show floor and stuff.
0: Yeah, that kind of sucked. It got better. Thursday was way better. I think a lot of people who went on um, potentially on like Tuesday and real Wednesday realized by Thursday, wow, I'm not going to play anything. This blows. Like I had a friend who was there who w- went as public and uh, who went his public. I think he said he played four or five games over the span of three days. So that's wild. Oh, wasn't great. They did nothing to accommodate for them. I mean, they had the Coliseum thing, but like you can watch those panels from home. There's really no benefit to being there in real life for that stuff. Um, the worst part, there was a lot of walking. Like I was fine with it, though. My feet were killing me, but um, a lot of walking. I probably did like 20 to 30 miles worth of walking over the span of the t- week, what, six days that I was there. Saturday um, to
1: Thursday, so five, six days.
0: Other crummy thing, um, not eating all day. I, can do that. Uh, it, I was. It was. Act, it was actually fine. Like I. uh I packed some Cliff Bars and stuff, and I like eat those throughout the middle of the day. But you know, it wasn't really like I was hungry throughout the day. Like I was so busy that I was not thinking about it. It was nothing that was even on my mind. But after the show closed each night, I was like, I'm starving. I need food. And we would go eat and I would eat like so quick and so much that I think it like made me sick. (laughs) So uh, there was a couple nights where like after we had finished eating and stuff, I was like, I do not feel good. Um, And then I would still have to go home and stay up a little bit late and work on some stuff and work on previews and things like that. Um, So that wasn't, I don't know if that was a bad thing, but there was a couple instances where I was like, whoa, I do not feel good. I feel really lightheaded. I need to eat some food or not eat as much food as I just did in one sitting or something like that slow down a little um bit. yeah yeah I get it but I don't know I mean on to, on the other side of that if I was to say best thing I don't know if I said a best thing but uh just seeing the excitement in the eyes of the developers as well I didn't talk about sea Thieves. I can th- remind me another week and I'll talk about that we're actually gonna have a preview up on the site soon enough for sea Thieves, so just keep an eye out for that It actually works best as a four-person piece anyway, rather than me just giving my take. Right. Um, I did hear Jared say that it plays better than it would ever demo. I totally agree with that. Um, It's uh, fun to play with friends. Um, Seeing the excitement in the eyes of the developers, though, as we were there, was, like, really cool. Um, Just seeing something they've slaved away on for so long finally like come to fruition to a point where the public or you or whoever can actually physically play it by themselves and like tool around and figure out their own things within the world that you made. Um, That was really cool to see. And when we gave them like, when we gave developers certain awards for their games as well, like they were always like, like to me, I was like, no one's going to give care about this dual shockers award or something like that. It's not like we're an IGN or something like that. Nah, dude, like they, anytime we gave them an award, like they were like, Blown away and like just incredibly, incredibly happy because it was like years and years of their life had been poured into this game that they had been working on, and then to have them finally like receive an honor for it of some sort was like incredible to them, and that that was really cool to see. Um, I enjoyed all of that, um, interacting with the developers and talking to them, uh, and just the people I met too. Like a lot of developer and publisher side and PR side. And then just other people who were there attending media or whatever. Like there was a lot of cool people we met and ran into. Uh, so I really enjoyed that part of it as well. That's awesome.
1: I'm so proud and stoked for you that you got to go. Do you plan on going next year?
0: Yeah. I mean, we'll have to see um, where things are at by then, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I already
1: announced days.
0: I'm not, not, not planning on leaving dual shockers or anything like that, but we'll have to see what money's like and, what my life's like and where I'm writing or whatever the heck's going on by that time next year. So life flipped. Yeah. But I would like to, it's actually the one thing I'll say to you way, 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 way cheaper than I expected.
1: Really? all I had to pay for is the plane ticket, the
0: place, the plane and the the plane and the hotel, which uh, was collectively like six or 700 bucks. I spent less than a thousand dollars on this trip and food, which honestly is, is not bad. But the food and the the uh Ubers and stuff like that, like we were splitting that. We there were so many open food places, like where we were getting food for free and stuff like that. Like anytime I started to get hungry, it seemed like we went to a place where they're like free food, like they had free food at uh the press the Microsoft press event and at the Sony conference and at the Bethesda party. Like I was getting free food pretty regularly, honestly. Yeah. So that actually was nice. I didn't spend that much food wise or uh I, again like travel wise ubers and stuff like that we would just split the cost with with that. I, I probably spent like a hundred and fifty, hundred and seventy bucks out there. Honestly it was probably like an eight or nine hundred dollar trip. Which I did not even eclipse a thousand which I thought I would easily. Yeah. Um, it's definitely doable if you want to go next year, dude.
1: I'll keep it in mind.
0: I've been keeping so it in just mind. For a long time. It. I will tuck some money away. Took that money away. Line yeah, but now mattress. you have PSX PSX and PAX West are coming up. I would like to go to both of those. We'll see.
1: Get your plane ticket now. You know the
0: dates for PSX. So I got to figure out a bunch of things school-wise, though. I told you about that. So Who needs maybe,
1: school, says the college graduate.
0: Maybe, maybe news in the future um, that I will share on this show. But, yeah, ton of fun. Enjoyed going. Awesome. Uh if you don't have anything else, I guess I can close this out. I think
1: that's it for me, man.
0: Sorry if my voice is kind of monotone this so week. Kind of still tired and all that stuff. It's the understandable. Was, for... was it good for you and at home? Let me know. Um, <laughs> closing out. Close us. Take us home. Thank you for listening to Millennial Gaming Speak, episode number 97. We are a weekly video game podcast that is a part of modelcitizensmedia.com. You can find all of our other podcasts over on that website over there. Uh, Like the Model Citizen Show, which was uh, really late to be posted this past week. I'm sorry about that. Uh, That is totally my fault, but we will... uh, We'll, we'll we'll be good about that moving forward. That's our only late upload we've had so far. Uh, we'll be recording episode 13 this week, and we'll have it up on Friday. Uh, Reeling in the Years is the music podcast that both Michael, Ruiz and myself do. I don't know when we're going to bring that one back from hiatus or whatever either because there is like a – I don't know. We'll see. There's some other stuff i got to get through this week as well before we bring that one back. But keep an eye out. And then Behind the Pixel with Max Roberts, we've got our interview up with Daniel Dwyer, who I talked to. At the Bethesda at the Land. Bethesda Land party. Yeah, I saw him there. I saw him a couple times, actually, but I only talked to him at the Bethesda party. Um, maybe we will uh, talk to him soon as well, maybe. <laughs> hey. Wink, nudge, knock, knock. Yeah. His, we'll um, uh, try
1: to figure something out with that. His we'll keep Final Fantasy doc goes up, I think, this week.
0: Does it? He did a lot of editing this past week. So I'm yeah. yeah, but we'll keep you posted with danny if there are things to keep you posted with um and then you so say yeah you can find all those shows on Miles citizens media or on itunes stitcher in this show's case soundcloud and also on google play uh you can follow this show on twitter at mgs podcast where we tweet out the links to the shows and uh, when we're going live as well as tweeting out the links to the mp3s once though are those are up Uh, You can also follow Model Citizens on Twitter at Model Pods to find all of our other podcasts that we tweet out when those go live. Uh, You can follow Max on Twitter. He is at MaxTheWhite. You can follow myself on Twitter. I am at moreman 12 You can email this show at mgspodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Did you go to E3? how was it for you were you media or public i'm actually kind of curious so let me let me know there uh, or do you want to go next year is there anything else you want to know about my trick maybe we can talk about that next week uh, hit us up with all those questions or whatever over at mgs podcast at gmail.com um and then we're on youtube as well where we record the shows live at least for the foreseeable future that might be changing we'll keep you posted with that um we will still put the shows up on YouTube. But I don't know if we're going to do the live thing for so much longer. Uh, we've got episode 100 coming up here soon. We are going to talk about big changes. Some things closer to that. Yeah, we want to do a big blowout episode for 100 and then maybe change a few things with the show's format and dynamic after that. But we'll figure those out things out down the road. Um, but yeah, like, share, comment, all the lame YouTube stuff you got to say. It helps. And then uh, iTunes reviews, too. I always hit on that. But if you could leave us an iTunes review for this show over at iTunes, that would be very much appreciated and helps us get the show in more people's ears and helps our listenership grow every week. Uh, I think that's it for the Post E3 episode. I'm glad I was awake enough to do this. I have a bunch of stuff to do, actually, for the rest of the night. So I'm going to be up late, probably. E three is good. A bunch of good things happen. It was actually a great E three too, and I want to say that. Like, I've heard a lot of negative things about like, oh, the conferences suck. The conferences were fine, honestly. The level of like craftsmanship and like the tier of like video games we are getting over the next year is like staggering to me. Though, like, we are in such a good time for video games. It's it's a uh, prime, and I don't think that can be overstated. Like, we are in the prime years of not only these consoles, but I also think maybe the best stretch of Releases that I have seen maybe in my entire life for games so it's far. It's pretty crazy. Like it is really insane how many top tier games are coming out one red right after another. Um, so if it didn't look great for you sitting at home watching the conferences and things like that, trust me as a person who went hands on with a lot of notable games that are coming out later this year and early next year, we're in good hands. There are a lot of great things coming that you should be excited for. So don't worry. Um, Anything else from you, Max? That's everything, man. We'll be back next week with episode 98, more of a normal episode. We'll have to see what happens with news and things like that. Now that E3 has ended, I don't really know how that's going to shake down. We're entering the dark days. Remember last year when we did our top 10 games of all time series to make up for the lack of news. Dun, dun, dun. so yeah we we've been in the prime news days but maybe maybe not so much moving forward anyway uh we will talk to you soon we will see you next week with episode number 98 and until then we love you have a good week bye-bye farewell